0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. I am. Good morning, <laughs> sir. May I say you're looking very agricultural today. <laughs> old blue jeans. Jeans of suspenders. suspenders. Denim shirt, old denim cotton shirt. All he needs a chaw tobacco there, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and a hoe. I brought, I brought in a hoe. Well, let's not get personal. <laughs> so, in case <laughs> You could leave your hoe somewhere else. <laughs> In case anybody needs some any weeds turned over. Oh
2: we that kind, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Struck me as funny, that's all. That was intended to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Uncontrollably so. All right, Lynn Hall, speaking of uh, humorous at times, she does a great radio show here on Ego 107 and uh, inject some humor in there. Uh, she's our fabulous producer this morning, so we're going to try to put her in the producer's chair over there for the next three, four hours or so because she'll start to go right on the air as soon as she's done uh, on Ego 107 over there. So we appreciate her help and hard work. Uh, Joe is we'll here. Farmer Marcus is here. Show. And uh, we would just love to hear from you today. we got an open phone stay on the Marcus you about the Sunbury Motor Company. We've been talking about some of the very specific vehicles that they have at the Sunbury Motor Company. So let's talk about one of those. We talked about the Hyundai Kona yesterday, which is a gasoline-powered subcompact SUV, but they also have the Kona Electric. Uh, this mm. is a uh, sort of a conventional electric vehicle, has a, you know, a lot of batteries. Batteries, a 200 horsepower electric motor, which for a small SUV seems like a ton of power. I have not actually seen one yet, but uh, they have this little strange-looking white racing stripe on the side. 258 miles is the question Joe is going to ask: How long can it go on a charge? It takes nine hours to charge if you're hooked up to the 24 or 240 volt connector, but uh, it does do that DC charging thingamabob where you hook it up to DC electricity and it goes. Much, much faster. Not sure how that works. But in any event, uh, just a super vehicle. Of course, very economical. You couldn't spend more than $40,000 on one if you tried. Uh, It is a little bit more expensive than the gasoline models. The gasoline Kona starts at $20,000. This starts at $30,000. But just a super, super, super vehicle. Very reliable. Of course, it's a Hyundai, so you're going to be in the top of the ratings in Consumer Reports anywhere. Uh, Anyway, and uh, we've been talking about some of the very... uh, interesting vehicles, the Ionic Five from Hyundai, and uh, that's the one that is the hybrid version. And uh, talked about a number of uh, Hyundai's last week, the Elantra and the Accent, and just uh, trying to make sure that folks are aware of some of these vehicles. Tomorrow we'll talk about the Hyundai Nexo, N E X O. That's a brand new vehicle, and don't know much about it, but uh, it's uh, sort of that up, upscale thing, you know, sort of like uh, the uh, uh, sort of the entry-level explorer, you know, all-wheel drive, but uh, super reliable. So uh, Sunbury Motor Company is where you get these uh, vehicles. Some of them have to be ordered. Some are on the lot. Uh, some are just uh, on the train. Uh, Joe's Lightning is on a train waiting for some trips, uh, chips, but those will be in uh, shortly. Chips are being talked about lately, too. So, yes. Oh, there you go. It's right in front of me. Right. <laughs> so, wow, that's funny. Nancy Pelosi's husband is investing in them. Oh, okay, so that's <laughs> a bad deal. Yeah, I guess uh, her his investments always seem to attract some attention there. Nothing illegal though, correct? Well, I mean, let's
2: let's let's say there's just something highly questionable about Mr. Pelosi's enrichment of himself shortly after or before substantial government intervention provides either support or contracts or some massive beneficence to these industries in which he's investing. Who
1: wrote that? That sounds like Fox. No, I wrote that. Oh. Uh, just, yeah, I have lived that off the top
2: of my head. Yeah. Beneficence. Are you familiar with that word?
1: Well, I think it means good, but uh, <laughs> goodness, but uh, no. I doubt they very They used much to talk
2: that. about a benefice. In other words, if somebody gives you something that's right. useful
1: to you, it's a benefice. So this is a beneficence. A benefi- that people, beneficence. A person, a person would get. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, let me tell folks what their lines are real quick, and then we're going to find All out right. about just how dirty Mr. Pelosi is. 1-800-795-9565 <laughs> is our telephone number if you'd like to and. On anything we've talked about so far, the electric vehicles at the Sunbury Motor Company or the beneficent of Mr. (laughs) Pelosi. Beneficence. Beneficence. Okay, well, I'm making it harder than it needs to be. You are. You're adding an extra (laughs) salalable. Thank you. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword uh, OTM. All right, Joe, so what is Mr. Pelosi doing?
2: Pelosi's latest headache ignited after her husband, Paul. Uh, He owns, by the way, a San Francisco investment and consulting firm, which would seem like a little bit of a conflict of interest right (laughs) off the top. He bought more than one. million dollars in NVIDIA stock, and that's a computer chip company, just weeks before a congressional vote that would provide massive subsidies to the industry. How fortuitous that he must have foretold that, I'm sure, unless Nancy talks in her sleep. You think that might have happened? Anyway, Pelosi said that Paul has never made stock purchases based on information she gave him. And of course, President Biden has never discussed his son's overseas business dealings either. So when did he buy
1: this? One week or weeks before. And when was that? Because, they, I mean, this chip stuff's been talked about for about a year and a half. So, I mean, everybody this is knows. Re- this
2: is a recent one.
1: Everybody knows that they're trying to not rescue chips but incentivize chip production in the U.S. I'm just saying that you don't need Nancy Pelosi to tell you that chip incentives are out there. But anyway, go ahead. His, this timeline, I'm sure, is right. going to be clear. Right. Just
2: weeks before a congressional vote that would provide massive subsidies to the industry. Uh, she said that uh, Nancy has said that Paul never made stock purchases based on information she gave him. Her office also put the California Democrat at arm's length away from Paul's financial decisions. The Speaker does not own any stock, said Drew Hamill, <laughs> Pelosi's communication director. The Speaker has no prior knowledge or subsequent involvement in any transactions. But the headline grabbing trade wasn't the first time Pelosi, who is among the wealthiest members of Congress ironic there has garnered attention for husband's stock timing. During the summer of 2021, Paul cashed in on big tech shortly before the House Judiciary Committee voted to curtail the unregulated power of companies like Google and Amazon, Fortune reported. The move, however, wasn't considered a threat to the companies and the tech firm's stock prices continued to rise. Paul, meanwhile, had purchased 4,000 shares of Alphabet, Google's parent company, by exercising call options a week before the vote. The call options, which gives investors the right to buy shares of a company at a specific price for a specific amount of time, allowed him to snag the shares of Alphabet at $1,200 apiece as they closed that day at just over $2,500 a share. <laughs> Paul earned, get this, $5.3 million on the investment at the time. But he You mean when he sold them later? Or? No, when he exercised the option to buy them at $1,200 oh, he, when they were actually selling for $2,500. For twice
1: that. Okay, so his portfolio increases by $5 million. A
2: few months before the Alphabet purchase, Paul picked up millions of dollars worth of Microsoft stock days before the company announced a lucrative government contract. Paul exercised call options and paid $1.95 million to buy 15,000 shares of Microsoft at a price of $130 on March 19th. That same day, Paul paid $1.4 million for 10,000 shares valued at $140
1: must be interesting to spend a million bucks like you and I would spend a a dollar on a soda (laughs) at McDonald's.
2: Then Microsoft announced a government contract worth nearly $22 billion to supply U.S. Army combat troops with augmented reality headsets just 12 days after Paul's purchase. And the company's share price increased from about $230 to roughly $255, or close to an 11%
1: gain in the weeks following the announcement. You know, these are just happenstance. Well, and I'm sure his purchase of them also helps enhance the stock value. If, if, if he's trying to show that they're valuable, then, you know, he, well, he the, makes you know, out also. All these Is callers it, who said Donald Trump's children,
2: they're crooks, they're let's profiting.
1: Uh, let's, you know, this certainly looks suspicious, but, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be, but it could be. How can we outlaw this? Well,
2: we should. You know, we talk about in Pennsylvania, there's no limit on what amount, what gifts we can give to our <laughs> state representatives. As long as they report. Right, as long as they report it, you know. Right. So, how would we curtail someone giving information to someone? I mean, once I would say it's it's could be a coincidence. You know, two and three and four times it
1: begins to be a pattern, don't you think? Well, I think it's worth looking at, I suppose, and it's worth talking about. That much is clear. Uh, can you outlaw what an investor buys? Well, insider trading is against the well, law. Well, yeah, no argument there, Anything but you have to you catch buy. them in the conversation. That's going to be a tough one to do. Well, if
2: you, have, if you have prior knowledge that something is going to happen, if I say to you, hey, Mark, come here a minute, got a
1: hot tip for you. Yeah, there's a yeah. big factory going in in Shemokin Dam. And buy amalgamated buggy whip. They're getting a big government contract. They're buying, a factory. They're buying the land in Shemokin Dam that's left.
2: Now, that's, that's fine. If, if I'm just some guy on the street touting the amalgamated buggy whip to you, that's one thing. But if I say to you, hey, Mark, I'm with the government, and we're going to have a contract right. here to buy $22 billion worth of buggy whips. All right, and the buggy... You the, might want to buy some stock in that company before that ship sails.
1: Right, and the buggy whip lawyer came in and got a zoning form to <laughs> fill out. Right. So, uh, right, that's insider training. Okay, well, I get that. But, uh, well, what does our audience think about this? It certainly is suspicious. I know Nancy Pelosi is not the only one accused of this. There's a wide range of influential connections uh, to Wall Street firms and Uh, you know, firms in each of the states of uh, Republican and Democratic lawmakers. It's, you know, know and they always enrich them. You notice how they go to Washington, just a working class dog with maybe a million dollars in assets because of pensions and things they've already done. And they come out of there multi zillionaires. Well, by, um, let's see, months before... Uh,
2: Paul, he did another one here. In January 2021, he directed federal officials, uh, President Biden directed federal officials to devise a plan for converting all federal, state, local, and tribal fleets, vehicle fleets, including 225,000 Postal Service vehicles, to clean and zero emission vehicles. Now, months before that purchase, Paul snagged (laughs) between $500,000 and $1 million in Tesla investments in December 2020, roughly a month before President Biden announced the federal government would transition its fleet to electric vehicles. And uh, Caitlin, oh, Sutherland, Caitlin Sutherland, who is the executive director of Americans for Public Trust, said the Pelosi family's pattern of appearing to use her speakership for their own personal financial benefit continues mm-hmm. to raise red flags.
1: Well, flies. that seems suspicious, although there certainly are a lot of electric vehicles out there, so the Postal Service would not necessarily need to pick Teslas. They generally buy trucks when they're buying things. So maybe those... No, but uh, on the
2: rising tide lifts
1: all boats theory... Anything that electric promotes vehicle- electric well, yeah, vehicles. Well, electric vehicles are already higher than gasoline vehicles cost-wise. Right. All right, What do you think about this? One of our listeners sends us a note on the topic of the CHIPS Act that's pending in Washington. Go ahead and read that.
2: passing the bill, proponents argue, is necessary to bolster semiconductor production in the U.S. and reduce reliance on foreign production, especially in China. When it was initially introduced, the bill would cost taxpayers $76 billion dollars. Since then, it's ballooned to $250 billion and is full of taxpayer subsidies to multi-billion-dollar companies with no strings attached for how the money is spent, opponents will argue. It also used taxpayers' money to subsidize the construction of these billion-dollar companies' semiconductor factories in China. The former president of the Texas Public Policy Foundation and now president of the Heritage Foundation, Kevin Roberts, argued that point. He said the answer to the CCP's malevolent ambitions... Chinese Communist Parties. Right. Is not spending billions of dollars to help Fortune 500 companies, with no guarantee those dollars won't end up supporting these companies' businesses and their operations in China, and $250 billion will further contribute to the record inflation and increase the already historic cost of living for
1: and working for middle-class Americans. All right, so we need assurances in the CHIPS Act, if we if this is really even necessary. The Center Square wrote what Joe was reading there, one of our good listeners forwarded it to us but uh, yeah the issue is uh, in in what way will this chips act actually help the U.S. develop its own factories, and it doesn't have to hurt China, it just can't enhance their ability to build chip factories there. Well, it would seem like Mr. Pelosi's, you
2: know, some some people invest in things and create jobs and create wealth. (laughs) Other people are looking for their own personal gain. Invest in investment. Right. That's what investors do. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but there are some investors who are benevolent and actually produce jobs or create jobs in the process. But you know we have all these people who just oh, called yeah. in here, like our our friend Tom, and just railed about Donald Trump's children being crooks on much flimsier evidence than there is here with Mr. Pelosi, <laughs> and we don't hear people calling in demanding an investigation into him.
1: I think the vortex removed their moral brain in that they're unable to make these decisions, and that's a bipartisan loss of morality in Washington D.C. All right, folks, give us a buzz if you care about these topics. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at seven zero two three six. Always include the keyword OTM. We'd love to hear from you today. We'll take a quickie break. When we come back, uh, we can talk about the first day's topic if you wish. The uh, uh, Mister Pelosi is that is that his name? Paul Paul, Paul Pelosi. Pelosi. Okay. Right. Uh, and we
2: also have a Florida school board
1: member who's disgusted by pornographic books available to kids. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark one 800 nine five nine five six. I've kind of brought up two topics here. Uh, one that the, the uh, National Chips Act uh, that will try to subsidize and make sure that chip factories get built in Pennsylvania or in uh, in the U.S. Uh, gets passed, but has I guess some unfettered dollars that uh, the companies that do this wouldn't be held accountable and could potentially use the money for their China operations and also. Nancy Pelosi's husband, uh, insider trading. Uh, no proof of that, but uh, certainly uh, he's. Uh, well, it has a little trouble with the smell test. He's I think. helped a lot of his investors, co-investors, uh, get get pretty wealthy based on information that is trading that happens just before big bills come out in Washington D.C. All right, to be continued. One 9565 Tom from Sunbury, thank you, sir, for calling in. Go ahead, you're on the mark.
4: Yeah, I've said on this show many times that Wall Street either has to be regulated better or they need to completely get rid of it.
1: And oh, that's I'm, right. I would say completely <laughs> no get rid of
4: it myself.
1: No investing at all whatsoever? It
4: because it's no good. It's just causing all kinds of problems. <laughs> and people, it's making everything cost way more. I mean, everything cost probably, I don't know if it costs 50% more, but it costs... A lot more, because of Wall Street. Because you got guys like this, Pelosi husband, and there's a lot of Republicans. It isn't just it isn't just him. There's been I heard, there was this guy named Burr was Republican that was was caught with it. There's been numerous. I mean, I would say probably that probably three quarters of the people that are in the the House and the Senate are involved in this.
2: Can I ask you a question, Tom? How how would we start a company? In other words, if you can't get investors, how would we ever start businesses that produce these good, family-sustaining wages everybody wants? You get a loan. From whom? From a bank. And where does the bank get the money if nobody invests? Well, Well,
4: they have it. They
2: have lots of money. No, but they have it because people invest in I I put my money in a savings account, a CD, at the bank. I'm investing. I'm making sure that that bank has money to lend. What you're proposing, and I agree with you, the system needs some reformation, but what you're proposing is just draconian and unworkable.
4: No, it's not.
2: Yes, it is. That's your opinion. It's more than an opinion. I don't know anybody who would say that we could just abolish the stock market.
4: How how about we make it that you can only make a certain amount?
2: <laughs> what happens if you I make
4: more than this? that? You, you're laughing, but you got to do something. Uh, all right. There has to be something. You have to do something. What are you going to do?
1: Well, what You tell me what you're going to uh, okay, do to stop right. it. I got you. Okay, so let's solve this. Uh, the dilemma with Wall Street is what? That it's making the price of things go up?
4: Oh, it makes the price of things go up a lot. Oh, man, I mean a lot. You take a car or something like that. My God Almighty, the cost that, that that that's adding to a car is probably into the oh my God thousands of, there's thousands nothing, of dollars.
1: There's nothing in a car except parts and people power, none of which is yeah, actively. And you know where traded. most of the
4: parts your cars are made? They aren't made in this country.
1: Well, that's they're fine, but that, in, that doesn't have anything over to in, do in with a, a with
4: foreign country like everything else. All right. For, by cheap people, by get, people that don't make much money, and then they bring it over here. They jack the price way, way up so you, so the investors in the stock
1: oh, and the CEOs
4: can make all kinds of money. Okay. And there, there has to be something done.
1: Tom, there I has think- to
4: be something done. And then I don't know how you're going to stop this insider trading. It's been going on a long time and it isn't just Nancy Pelosi's husband like like uh, Joe wants it to make out to be. It's probably three-quarters to maybe every one of them are doing it.
1: All right. We got you. Well, right? I, but even, but, uh, the I more...
4: wouldn't even doubt fast Freddy Keller's doing it.
2: Well, I, I don't think Fred is. You know? <laughs> He's not that kind of guy. But here's the problem I see is that if if he is using information his wife gave him, that's more troubling than just the investment part. That's corruption. Now, if he just How do got... you
4: stop? How are you going to stop
2: it? Well, you investigate it. You, well, you look can't into it. You can get rid of Wall Street. Uh, you Tom.
4: investigate it, and how do you
2: prove it? Well, you know, if the guy's not a rocket scientist, <laughs> he must have left a trail.
1: <laughs> All right, we gotta oh, go. Oh
4: yeah, I'm sure. There.
1: Thank you, Tom. Thank you so you, much you for calling in. Something
4: has to be. Something has to be done to stop this, and it isn't just Nancy Pelosi. Get I know rid of you Wall want to make Street. the Democrats look bad.
1: Plow over <laughs> Wall Street. <All laughs> right, a we got lot, you.
4: a lot of people besides Nancy Pelosi's husband that are that is doing it. And it does need to be broke up. There's no question about it. Fair enough.
5: All right, we
1: got you. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate your call, call. as always. Take care, buddy. 1-800-795-9565. Stan is next. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
6: Well, I will agree with Tom on one thing. The corruption in government and and insider trading needs to stop. Now, the people that that would have the capability to stop it are the ones in control of the government. So... How do we expect to stop it with the two-tiered justice system? Because wasn't it Martha Stewart that supposedly got accused of insider trading? She went to prison. But others that have, don't. So what's the difference between
1: these people? Lori Laughlin went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Although it wasn't insider trading. Well, well,
6: no, it wasn't insider trading.
1: Right, that's true. That
6: was, that, was, that was corruption and trying to get her kid into college. Right. Right. I don't know if I'd necessarily agree or disagree with that statement, but that's neither here nor there because that's bridge, water under the bridge. But Tom, Tom made a statement about Wall Street has to be uh, uh, reeled in because they're the ones raising raising the costs of everything. <laughs> Wall Street the people that invest in Wall Street are doing that and putting money into the system so the companies can grow and keep the, and they expect a little bit of return on their money. So I'm not sure how the, they control cost increase. The futures market may
1: but Wall Street itself, I don't think, does. Well, would not having a significant number of investors lower the cost of a product because the uh, you'd have to put in less of the company's own capital?
2: Well, that would depend on whether they use innovate. the money to actually facilitate improvements in manufacture, which lowered prices, or right. enabling them to expand research and development, which led to better and more useful products. Okay. I mean, what Tom's proposing is just... Impossible. <laughs>
6: <Right>. <laughs> just, just get rid of Wall Street. Yeah, right. that's just, you know. So where's the money for these companies going to come from? Because oh, Tom need, says the banks. It's I don't coming know from the any banks. company. Yeah. Well, okay, the bank. The bank controlled by what? The Federal Reserve, which we come to find out every day is more crooked than ever. It seems to be. I won't. You know. But well, whatever. Too late. You know. And as far as part. And as far as parts for in cars coming from out of the country. Yes, there is way too many parts coming from China. But there is a large part of the parts made in the United States. I work for a company that makes parts for cars.
1: In the US?
6: In the USA, in Bloomsburg. Right. Okay, that's because shipping carpet around the globe is pretty dang expensive. And the way the companies work, just in time, because you don't want a lot of inventory, so everything works on just in time.
7: You make the orders
6: maybe a week in advance at the most, two, three days stock. it. period. So a little hard to get that stuff on a boat and get it here within two or three days.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, too expensive right. to fly it here. Well, yeah,
8: well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, fly it. All right, we got to grab another call, but uh, we'll give you a. All right,
4: a have a good one. All right, okay. thank, thank you. you,
1: Cindy. You get a minute, and then, and then we'll, call back. Yeah, we'll <laughs> have to do more later.
7: Okay. Well, I do actually have two solutions to offer. Okay. One is that we should tax the gains from stocks the same way we tax ordinary labor. One of the corrupt things is that we charge less if you gain your money from the stock market than you do if you work for it. I think they should be taxed equally. Income gain is income gain. That's my one solution. I'll come back. I'll call back. Right. Okay.
1: Super. Th- Please th- do. I, yeah, Please thank do. you for the email. All right. Uh, thank you for the email. That uh, oh, yes, s- yeah, like just sets me. us up at the top of the hour to hit the CBS News. Then we'll do local news headlines. We'll continue our conversation. One of our good listeners suggests we just get rid of investing in Wall Street and stocks and probably bonds as well and T-bills and other sort of bills. And get... I guess just use bank money. I don't know where banks are going to get money. I don't either, but. That's (laughs) another topic. Tom says they got it. But that's our conversation. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury.
0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. Right um, here, and right here. I'm here. Miss. Thank you. I, I can see you. Oh, I was worried you couldn't. Lynn Hall is on the other side of the glass, being our fabulous... Do you see person. her? Yes. Well, when I, look I can't over, see her I can't. from where I am sitting. Well, she's very cute and blondish hair and... Uh She's just a super, super worker. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Uh, I talked about Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, ingratiating himself based on inside information or not, depending upon whichever may have been the case. Plus, the in- another good listener suggests that we we just get rid of Wall Street investing, stocks and bonds and T-bills and all that sort of shenanigans all together. So, so you uh, believe investing is shenanigans, Not sure how we'd get back to that sort of a world. But in any event, we got into this mess, so we'll just go backwards to get out of it. Mm, we live in caves and so we barter. <laughs> well, barter. There you go. Well, I would like to invest in your ability to barter some of the animal skins that you're able to catch. And uh, that would be foreboding because that would be investing. So, All right. And we had a caller on the line as we uh, went to the CBS break, so we'll finish our good call with uh, Cindy. Good morning. Thanks again for calling in at all and for staying on board.
7: My pleasure. Now, the other suggestion I have, uh, remember, my first suggestion was that we should tax the earnings you get from investments at the same rate that we would tax if you earned them otherwise, like waiting tables or fixing cars or teaching school or responding to fires, you name it. That should all be taxed at the same rate. The other suggestion I have is that um, when you are elected to office and or serve in the government in any capacity and your salary exceeds $100,000 a year, you should be required to put all of your investments in a blind trust. So you have no capacity to change your investments until you leave office.
2: What about your family members? In the case of Paul here, it's his his wife who is maybe slipping him the information. She could put all hers in. She doesn't even own any stock. But if she's giving him tips, that doesn't solve the problem, Cindy.
7: Well, then we should um, require that the spouses do it as well Oh, in marriages.
2: What about the rest of the family? They've accused Donald Trump's kids of profiting. You well, know, there's
7: no end to it. No,
2: now. I know. I mean, I, mean I, I don't know where we start.
7: I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can require the children. But in so many ways, a husband and wife or two husbands or two wives are seen as a single unit by government. And so I think it's fair to say that the investments mm-hmm. that are owned by those people must be put in a blind trust.
1: Social Security not only says they go together, they're interchangeable if one dies. yeah. So. Right,
7: right. So, I mean, that way, then they can't profiteer off of what they know is going to happen or anticipate is going to happen in the government, if it's in a blind trust. I don't think we can eliminate (laughs) investing. I I, I understand (laughs) the frustration that people have. I'm not sure I understand. So if someone came to me and said, Cindy, I've got this great idea, and if you just chip in $1,000, then when my idea succeeds, I'll give you back $1,300. I I don't know how we could – I don't even know how you could actually do that because just as I described, I could conduct that transaction privately with someone. So I don't know how you could um, eliminate all those uh, ventures, all those stock market things. But I do think that we could, number one, expect them to pay the same level of tax as someone that is working at a desk or or is a DJ on the radio or, you know – runs a truck for PennDOT, why should they get a lesser charge on their taxes? Because they got their money through the stock market than someone who gets their money by actually laboring. Mm-hmm. That's silliness. Mm-hmm. Now, there might have been a time that in, in our country's history where in order to encourage people to invest, they gave that a tax discount. But that time is long <laughs> past, and <laughs> yeah. it's time to, t- yeah. to tax it equitably. I mean, this is just foolishness. Just like in our state, People who, are, um, who have a pension pay no state income tax and no local income tax. Well, is that fair? How is that fair?
1: Well, they could now argue they already... people will say,
7: oh, Cindy, these are old people who are just surviving on pennies a day. <laughs> that's, that's true in some cases, but it is also people who have gotten state pensions of over $400,000 a year. So every year they get $400,000 of income on which they pay no state income tax, no local school income tax.
1: They didn't pay taxes on the money when they earned it either?
7: They did on the part they earned. But your pension, your state pension, is a three-part income. One is the part you chipped in. Two is the part that local taxpayers chipped in or the state chipped in on your behalf, and three is how much it earned <laughs> in the stock market uh-huh. invested by <laughs> the Sirs and Peasers boards. Right. Okay. Now, I, why did I laugh sarcastically? Well, Mark will tell you that actually it hasn't. Um, it has not gained the way it
1: should. <laughs> Their ability to invest is right. weak, to say the very, very, very least.
7: Right. It has not gained as it should, which is called into question. The board, which is been replaced again, but, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical, because who really controls that board is a, is a bunch of Wall Street investors who want to use that money to right. invest in
1: things. Right. And whether it makes That's money for Pennsylvania teachers and social workers and all these other people, right. they, could, they could not possibly care right. less. Now, when,
7: right. when that board the, the, that runs the pension does not make enough money to pay the promised pension to the teachers do you know where or to the state employees do you know where the money comes from to make it up the tax
1: oh right yeah we keep doing that because we promised we promised we
7: we owe it so two-thirds of their money give or take change two-thirds is unearned by them it's paid by the taxpayers paid by earnings in investments and they should pay taxes on that money
1: Right. All right. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate your call. You. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. We're going to take a quickie break right now for uh, news headlines. Despite Governor Tom Wolf's efforts to steer extra funding to Penn State University, the school announced a tuition hike anyway. While Penn State is technically categorized as a non-preferred school, along with Temple Pitt and Lincoln. It was flat funded in the most recent budgets, which means they got the same amount of money as last year. Governor Tom Wolf was able to steer an additional $40 million in federal rescue plan dollars to that schools to help with inflation. Despite the 5% increase in funding, Penn State is also raising tuition by 5% on the students. Among the people not happy about this, Governor Tom Wolf says he's not going to stick his nose in it, but he does <laughs> say, well, that's in the uh, Lawrence's version. He says I would prefer to let the universities and colleges or all around the Commonwealth make their own decision on that, the governor says. But in terms of raising co- tuition, I'm sorry they're doing that. Uh, Republican gubernatorial candidate Doug Mastriano sent Penn State a letter asking them to freeze tuition given the state's contributions. And the pain families are feeling. So the university has not yet responded to that letter. A Pennsylvania congresswoman says President Trump should be held responsible for the attack on the U.S. Capitol. And here is that story from Mr. Mark Sims.
4: Speaking to the Pennsylvania Press Club, Congresswoman Madeline Dean said Trump prompted his supporters to attack the Capitol.
7: The former failed president assembled the mob, sadly lit the fuse and sent them up Pennsylvania Avenue.
4: Dean had this response when asked if she thinks Trump should be held criminally liable for the attack on the Capitol.
7: I can't think of any higher crimes constitutionally than what President Trump is guilty of. It's proved. But on the criminal side, yes, absolutely. There's conspiracies in here. There's all kinds of corrupt criminal behavior. So yes, I hope he is held responsible to the rule of law
4: thinks Trump will run for president in 2024. Mark Sims, <laughs> News Radio 1070 WKOK.
1: AP reporting. U.S. Congressman Glenn Thompson, who will soon represent Union County, attended the same-sex wedding of his son three days after voting against legislation to protect the recognition of same-sex marriages. Congressman Thompson, a Republican who represents a large swath of conservatives in north-central Pennsylvania, voted against the bill brought by Democrats to the floor of the U.S. House. The vote came amid concerns that the U.S. Supreme Court could overturn the same-sex marriage laws in in the U.S., including Pennsylvania. Friday, uh, Thompson attended the same-sex wedding of his son, uh, after which time a a congressman spokesperson from Washington said, quote, Congressman and Mrs. Thompson were thrilled to attend and celebrate their son's marriage Friday night as he began a new chapter in his life. The Thompsons are happy to welcome their new son-in-law into the family. Thompson's press secretary said uh, she also called the bill nothing more than an election year messaging stunt for Democrats in Congress who have failed to address historic inflation and out-of-control gas prices and grocery prices. The House bill would require the federal and state governments to recognize same-sex marriages but would not stop a state from banning such marriages in the future. In 2014, a federal judge struck down Pennsylvania's same-sex marriage ban, and Tom Corbett declined to appeal. That. Uh, finally, one other note since we've talked about this, I know we got to call a reading, but uh, uh, CBS reporting that Christopher Miller, who served as the acting defense secretary on January 6, 2021, told the U.S. House committee investigating the attack on the Capitol that former President Donald Trump never gave an order to have 10,000 National Guard troops ready that day. Uh, quote, not it, from my perspective, I was never given any direction or order or knew of any plans of that nature, unquote. Miller said in a recorded deposition that the committee tweeted Tuesday. Representative Liz Cheney, committee chair, vice chair, said in the recording that the former White House chief of staff Mark Meadows said February 2021 that 10,000 National Guard troops were told to be on the ready by Miller. Uh, other Trump officials have repeated this claim, including the president, on Fox News, but Miller says no such conversation took place prior to January 6.
2: Did he say he ordered them or that he offered? I, I heard he offered. I didn't hear him say he
1: ordered uh, Well, this is the CBS version. Um, I'm just curious. I mean, if, if he did, I wouldn't be surprised, but... Uh, other Trump officials have repeated this claim since, uh, since Which claim, then. Which That he did o- that actually That he asked offer? for the 10,000 or told them to be at the ready. Miller conceded, quote, a non-military person probably could have some sort of a weird interpretation, <laughs> but no, the answer to your question is no. When asked if there were 10,000 troops at the ready, uh, when asked directly if there was a direct order from Trump, Miller said that's correct. There was no order from the president, unquote. In last week's public hearing, the January Six committee showed testimony from General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, saying that former Vice President Mike Pence was the one who ordered the National Guard to the Capitol eventually on January the Vice 6th. Vice President do that? Well, he did it. it. I don't know. Okay. Vice, let's see. Uh, well, I don't know. This is this this is a mile long. Um, I I don't think the vice president has that power. Okay. Well, in any event, all right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Al, thank you for waiting through all of that. You'll be the last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead.
9: Okay. Um, the one caller said that we got to get rid of uh, the stock market. Yep. That reminded me of a thing. you got to do something even if it is wrong.
1: <laughs>
9: <laughs> I like that one. But anyways, uh, what happens when the investor loses? Do you get to deduct that?
1: Yes. Investing you, losses.
9: Like if you lose all your investment, you put... In, no, there,
2: uh, there's a percentage of it that's deductible. Losses are deductible off your income tax, <laughs> but not everything. I mean, it's you. You can't wind up getting money back from the government if you owe ten thousand dollars in tax, but you had a fifty thousand dollar loss. The government isn't going to send you thirty thousand dollars difference.
9: I understand that, but I, that was just a question. If you if you can get the losses, why can't you? Uh, why can't they say, all right, we're going to give you forgiveness for your loss? but now you
2: have to pay on your gains. I mean, we, it just makes sense. You do it. You should have to pay on your gains. I think Cindy's got a good point there. Investment income should be considered the same as if you worked for it and earned it. I well, mean, yeah, yeah thought, that's right. If they're, gonna,
9: if they're gonna do your losses, and of course, any common sense makes me think they're gonna do your gains.
2: Well, the gains, then, I think, goes without question. The losses is another matter.
9: Okay, well, you, they do tax your gains.
2: Well, yeah, but not well, yeah, at the same rate. Right.
1: Not at the same rate. Unearned income investment. Okay, unearned so, income, well, income, well, income. Right. Unearned income. Five
9: million, wouldn't be taxed at. Say we pay thirteen percent federal income tax, he wouldn't be tax thirteen well, percent I don't know what the
2: capital gains rate but they call it capital gains in other words you had okay. money you gained money you now have a gain in your capital and so you pay a capital gains tax but that's not the same if you had ten thousand dollars in capital gains that's not the same tax rate that if you got an additional ten thousand dollars in income
9: well it should be she's right
2: right she is right
9: yeah and and uh, as far as uh, the the National Guard?
2: Yeah.
8: Mm-hmm.
9: All Trump can do is offer it. Pelosi has to order it. And he did make an offer, and he only got one refusal. He made an offer to, like, five of them, the Capitol Police, the D- D.C. Mayor Pelosi. Um, he made, like, five offers to the people in command that could do something about it. And he can't order it, but he only got one offer refused in writing, and that was from the D.C. Mayor. So when they, when they say offer and ordered, they're conflicting it, because he can't order. Pelosi's in charge of the Capitol.
2: Well, maybe he can't, he can't order them to the Capitol, perhaps, but he certainly can nationalize the National Guard, which makes them subject to his command.
9: Well, he already told them, here, I'm offering it, go ahead and do it. But they didn't do it. I mean, they were offered weeks ahead of time. Couple weeks ahead of time, he knew there was going to be trouble one the offer was made, and they refused to do anything. Well, what, what, they could have been there. They could have been ready. What's they could the have proof for standing there. Uh, Pelosi would have ordered. It. You've
2: said that before, Al. But what's the proof of that? Where, where did? Where is that? The proof
9: is what I just told you. The mayor of D.C. refused in letter form.
2: He sent a letter to the president saying, "I don't want any help." That's exactly right. And he sent it prior to the sixth of January. Yes. Email that to us.
8: Yeah, <laughs> and
9: then uh, and then, what? Why would you do anything if you say don't do that, don't do that, don't touch the stove, don't get burnt? And then your kid walks over and touches the stove. You almost feel like saying, "Well, I'm not going to banish that. Forget it. You touch the damn stove." I mean, <laughs> it's the same thing. Trump is like Pelosi. I offered you these uh, ten thousand guys to protect the Capitol that day, and you did So I'm just going to sit here and have the little ice cream and watch it happen and then I'll call later.
1: Did he have ice cream? And
9: she she could have called five minutes after it happened and ordered him there. Pelosi could have called five minutes it, when she saw right. him coming. She said, said oh my God, call the National Guard. I'm ordering the National Guard in.
1: But Liz Cheney says we'll know more about all you're saying and everything else before too long. That's one of their little subcommittees. So, to be well continued. they've been after
9: Trump so long they hate him so bad, but you, you know it's not really directed <laughs> at Trump. I'm telling you this before. It's not Trump they hate it's liberty and freedom and the American Way because they they just I don't know why and they're taking it out on Trump but mm-hmm. really Trump is for us as the as we the people and uh, it, it just to me is
1: well, I think they're opposed to st- me. They're stealing the I'm election. That's what they're most opposed to is stealing the election because that's what President Trump wanted to do. He had a half a dozen little schemes, underway. Well, there
9: is a legal way to overthrow that, uh, uh, to to change the election, and he was taking the legal steps that you could. And and the uh, right. the riot at the Capitol, the riot at the Capitol interfered with it.
1: Okay. And then
9: they just came back in and and passed it through because. That was the intimidation that they needed just to say, okay, we're not going to look into this any farther. Look what happened so far.
1: All right. We got I mean, you, you got
9: to look at it from both sides of the facts.
2: Well, fact-checkers say, and I'll read this directly, there is no evidence Trump made any formal request about deploying 10,000 National Guard troops before the rally.
9: Well, then that's our government. And, you know, the FBI lost uh, Hunter's laptop.
1: <laughs> It'll turn up. <laughs> All right, got to yeah. go. Thank you, Okay, Al.
9: so there you go. All
1: right, thank okay. you, sir. Thanks for calling yep, in. Bye. We can't trust that All government. Right, <laughs> <laughs> one 800 They're out to do and us And thing. They're, they're going to look for the laptop, but their flashlight costs $962. It's not right. They should just go <laughs> to Moyers Electronics like I do every month and buy a new flashlight. All right, we We'll be right back.
2: Well, we're behind on some emails, which we'll catch up with before we take our Start next call. Start with the
1: one in the middle. That's I was right going on to.
2: Paul and Nancy Pelosi' estimated worth is between 130 and $140 million. <laughs> Sad to think that at their age, they would still be trying to increase their wealth. All right. Well, you know what everybody has. What does everybody want? More. More, right? (laughs) Okay. What can can a Glonkzillionaire never have? Yeah, enough. Enough. Right. (laughs) WRR says, So, Glenn Thompson, the person that, if elected, will be our U.S. representative in Congress, votes against the same-sex marriage bill. Three days later, he attends the same-sex marriage of his son and makes a speech welcoming his son's partner into the family. The message is, it's okay for my family, but not for yours. Can you say hypocrite? And then E.B. says, Pennsylvania Representative Glenn Thompson attended his gay son's same-sex wedding over the weekend, saying he and his family were quote, thrilled to attend and celebrate their son's marriage on Friday night as he began this new chapter in his life, unquote. This comes on the heels of Representative Thompson voting against a bill that would uh, codify federal protections for same-sex marriage just three days before. Once again, another example of the Republican motto, rules for thee, but not for me me, the right to same-sex marriage is okay for Representative Thompson's son, but not for the millions of other gay couples in the United States who would like to enter into the bond of marriage. There truly is no end to Republican hypocrisy. It's like all the pro-life Republican politicians are suddenly okay with abortion when they get their mistresses pregnant. <laughs> and, of course, that's that kind of liberal nonsense
1: is from our friend D e. B. All right. Well, thank you. He's the only person making any sense here all right unfortunately it's nonsense eric you're on the mark
10: speaking of nonsense right guys
2: <laughs> it's eric uh
10: well um uh, as far as that last uh last um text i guess it was email um you know there's there's the republican thoughts and everything and then there's a, a gentleman trying to be a dad okay and, and they' in conflict and maybe it's hypocritical but i applaud I applaud uh, the good representative for acting like a dad and being welcoming to the choice that his son has made. Um, I don't necessarily totally agree with gay marriage, but I applaud him for being able to step really? up and actually be a dad instead of a politician for a few moments.
7: Mm-hmm. What's well, um, so wrong I with gay marriage? I
10: become a politician, and <laughs> and I think I think what happens is, is that demonstrates to me some of the problem with our politics here in the United States. Um, in the fact that if you don't fall directly in the party line and vote with the party rather than vote with your heart or what your mind says, then you're going to be evicted because so much of what has to happen to get reelected is controlled by a a, a bunch of people who who are basically you know controlling the money and, and Joe, you could contradict me with that if you care to
2: well I, I'm not certain I got exactly what your point is, but if, if Mr. Thompson, Game if, if Representative Thompson
10: know. had voted against or had voted for that bill, he would have in trouble with the, uh, with the power brokers in the mm. Republican Party because he broke ranks.
2: Forty-seven Republicans voted for that bill.
10: And how many? Yes. And how many didn't? Two hundred how many?
2: Well, I don't know how many other Republicans there are, but, I mean, it was a bipartisan bill. I don't see anything wrong with there being a bipartisan bill.
10: But but you don't believe that that Mister Thompson had a vote with the the majority because of uh, no I, obviously obviously personally he he's okay with it. Listen, but I'm, then corporately as a Republican he has to vote a certain way because of the power brokers in the Republican Party.
2: After Glenn Thompson's uh, tirade and. Uh, Temper tantrum over uh, us getting some miles from his district for the Susquehanna Valley Thruway project. I'm not exactly a big fan of his. On the other hand, I think he's right. I think it was a Democratic message bill. There is no direct threat right now to same sex marriage. And, you know, the fact that they try to codify it is fine. But I think Congressman Thompson's point was well made that it's a message bill that Nancy Pelosi put up, has no chance of passing the Senate in all probability. So, what was the point? other than sending a message. Mm, I don't know. I, I, it might and pass the Senate. Have three, and we all would have said three years ago that there's
10: no chance that Roe versus Wade going to be either, right? So why codify
1: Well,
2: <laughs> simply because you, you codify something, you make it permanent. And that's not, that's what the Congress should be doing. They shouldn't be passing stuff off to the Supreme Court. They should be t- tackling the tough issues and coming to some kind of compromise or resolution.
10: So you're, you're contradicting yourself.
2: No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm saying that no, I... It's not who you are, because uh what about uh what the one uh Thomas said, you know, he said about
11: uh, going after other
10: things that are also were tied in with that... Uh, that's one, one man's uh, opinion. Right have contraception, right to same-sex marriage...
2: Suppose I Your say team? we. Suppose what I say
10: the, uh, we. <laughs> the issue affected him,
2: which was uh, interracial marriage. Suppose I say we should have a bill that does this or that horrible thing. That doesn't mean everybody's going to fall in lockstep. I mean, you you say I go to extremes. You're taking one guy's statements, saying uh, that that's going to be the end of the world. I don't believe Clarence Thomas represents everybody on the <laughs> Supreme Court. Nine possible, Joe. Is, is that is that insignificant based upon what has just happened? Oh. We had the I realized I realize that you want to make the worst case scenario out of this and that's certainly your prerogative. I just don't think it's going to it's going to happen. I I don't think I originally like you I had some question about gay marriage whether or not it was right or wrong uh, or whether there should just be civil unions. I had some questions about that. But as I said to Mark earlier today, we were talking in the middle of the program. The world hasn't come to an end because gay people got married. You know, it seems to have we've survived, so why change it? Have you done a same-sex marriage yet no maybe? but i haven't okay. been asked but if i if i were asked as i've said to you before my position is not a moral one it's a, a legal position as a mayor it's not i wasn't elected to be anybody's moral guy i have no problem with a gay, same-sex marriage at this point in my life you? what's
1: your problem with same-sex marriage uh, eric what's my
10: problem with it mm-hmm. uh, i i believe that uh those who are the same sex should be able to have all the rights of, of, of a married person, but I believe that in is ordained by God, a, by Christian God, a marriage is defined as between a man and a woman. Okay. I am fully behind uh the rights of, of people of the same sex getting union, to have a union. I'm I'm behind the rights of them to have full, uh, you know, rights of sharing as a, a relationship and a partnership, and and then if the divorce happens, then the same thing as I married people, but to me, uh, people, a marriage is, is is defined in my mind by my Christian ethics as a, between a man and a woman.
3: Gotcha. If, a,
10: if a if a man, man and man and woman want to get together. Uh, as far so as the government is the, uh, concerned, they are together and have all the rights and responsibilities love.
1: So you worship, but I
10: believe marriage is <laughs> ordained by God as you know, one man and a woman.
1: Okay, okay, all right. You worship the you one call true it God. Anything
10: else besides marriage, I have no trouble with it. But
1: no, you, he's not a Catholic. Uh, no, no, but Eric <laughs> says he worships the one true God, and uh, his marriage goes. And your marriage is terrible if it isn't his. All right, well, Eric, I don't will think give it you away. Eric said that. Well, but, but he's, he's saying Mark, he's I
10: love the. Um, you're pulling the Joe on me. And 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 uh, you know you're putting words in my mouth. Well, we're I mean, trying to
2: have a discussion. Here. I don't put words in your mouth. Well, Eric. no,
10: you said that I believe in the one true God, and you put all kinds of words in my mouth.
2: Well, <laughs> well that's if you say I you're religious my religious beliefs.
10: As a Christian, that is. Don't, However, they different perspectives
1: Don't right, tar me you. with that brush. That's all between right, you we and got Mark. You, Eric. <laughs> thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you, thank you. All righty, uh, Chris is going to have to stand by just one sec, but you are next. Hold on. I, I cross out a lot of words I don't I understand you and, do. and just write in <laughs> more pragmatic words. I'll
2: try and keep it simple for you. <laughs> right. See, spot, run. See, right. phone,
1: call Chris Milton on uh, air. Oh, Morning. Just real quick here. One of our listeners says, perhaps Congressman Thompson was voting his constituents' wishes. Now, there's a novel idea. Yeah, there is a novel idea. All right. Chris, you're on the mark. Yeah,
8: that's one thing I was going to try to mention during my call was precisely that point.
1: Oh, good. Okay. Well, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, I suppose. He is supposed to be a...
8: I mean, it is a little... Uh, I don't know what his son would think of his vote, but <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of weird, doesn't it? As vaguely hypocritical, not believe, voting his police, but voting is uh, constituents. But it's a choice you make sometimes as a politician, so... I kind of give him a pass on that.
1: Okay. What and uh,
8: as far as uh, the, the, not all marriages are Christian marriages, and not all marriages are, are, are the same around the world. And marriage is a non-denominational, non-religious term. So I really don't understand Eric on that one at all.
2: Well, you're not familiar then with the wedding at Cana. What, <laughs> the wine? <laughs> <laughs> Where Jesus blessed marriage. Oh, okay. okay. That's the justification, isn't it? Mm, I'm, not the, not that. I'm not aware. I, I don't, don't know.
8: know. I never saw much justification for it at all anyway. But <laughs> Are you married? <laughs> I have been.
1: <laughs> okay, anyway, moving on.
8: And... Uh, uh, ba- Mike's stuff is is totally off the wall. I think it was Mike about uh, Trump and uh, the the FBI doesn't know what the where the desktop or where what Biden's desk, the uh, laptop was.
2: That was Al. Uh, it, it,
8: that was based on a question uh, he was asked in uh hearing the FBI director asked, uh, they asked him where Gates asked, asked him where the laptop was and he said he didn't know and right now I don't know if the FBI has it or the someone in the Department of Justice has it because there's still there's still a trial going on there's still an investigation going on on that that uh, the one attorney general who didn't got, get fired when Biden came in of Trump was the guy investigating that case because they wanted to try to be non-political about it. Not that that isn't political in a way anyway because the Republicans doing it, but that was the reasoning and there's some good basis for that reasoning. Sure, uh, It wasn't the FBI directors they asked where it was. Well, he might not have known where in the FBI it was or where in the uh, whether the Department of Justice or the Attorney in Maryland going after uh, Hunter
1: should have just oh, answered. It's in the evi- that's, evidence room. That's just room.
8: all nonsense. It was apparently something Trump just said that he picked up. Well, or he could have been lying. Thought it was true because Trump said it.
2: Could have been lying too, you know.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know why he would. I don't know why it would even know, it would be part of his job to know where it was.
2: Well, he's in charge in of the place. In
8: physical building, who's in charge of it? I mean, that's not something that you can find Chris, out. If, if somebody gave
2: come. me a hot potato, and I was involved in <laughs> something major, people are interested in it, there are allegations of all these terrible things in it, drug abuse, uh, prostitution, horrible things, I think I would know where it was and no, what it was doing.
8: No, the FBI director, he's not investigating it personally. He has no reason to know where you it is. You think
2: J. Edgar Hoover wouldn't you have know, known? He, has, he
8: could obviously find out where it was. You think J. J. Edgar Hoover... would back Huber? if they asked him that, but they didn't ask him that. You
2: think J. Edgar Hoover wouldn't have known? He'd have known. Oh, yeah, Joe knows him.
8: <laughs> well, that's because it would be in his personal possession, and he'd stay up and uh, dressed as a woman listening to it. Or reading reading passages.
2: From well, I rest from. my case. He would have known where it was. <laughs> so, <laughs> what, what's wrong with
1: that? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that.
8: Yeah. Hey, I have a question though about something I read locally about a week ago. Uh, I just read the article last night before I threw the paper out, but it was I guess over a week ago. The Sunbury. Oh, no, the was uh, the was the Montour Northumberland Drug Task Force did this sweep with all these officers in Sunbury and they they stopped 59 they had 59 traffic stops and had 35 officers all around Sunbury and they uh, made I don't know six arrests three of them on drugs and three something else but nothing very major when I was reading the article I thought, Oh, they got thirty five people there must have been and they're setting up roadblocks around. Uh, I was thinking, geez, these must be uh, must be some major guy they were after it was in town. No, it was just an exercise by the
1: police, yeah.
8: Task force and I was wondering what who paid for that?
1: The What's attorney that money general's come
8: from is that a uh, good use of it? The attorney like general's a pretty, office. That's uh, the thing to do for for their results.
2: It comes from the attorney general's office the funding.
8: No it does. not
2: Well, that's what I was told. It comes
8: from the, it comes from the task force.
2: Well, where does the that's task force get it? Paper. Where does the task force get it? From the attorney general's office
8: well i there was uh, fbi guy involved too, so it might have been federal and uh, if you mean nationally or what i I don't know but they they're they're charged with all sorts of other things emergency response and everything they' united the the uh, the thing with uh emergency services and it seems like a real waste of money to me for the results and why they would use the money for that i don't understand at all and they say they're going to do more of them in different towns and these 59 they, are they oh. setting up like uh, dui checks or or are they pulling people over randomly or are they what are they doing
1: they look for it's, people you know, with long it's hair really and, bizarre they're looking for people with long hair and beards and they nab them
8: yeah, I, I, I have no idea what they're You'll doing. You'll never make it so through that that town, town, Chris. Of, they of, flood the zone. All I, really seems questionable, the whole idea All right, is they flood the
2: zone. They just have increased patrols. They look for bad behavior, criminal behavior, and they enforce the laws if they see a violation.
1: All right. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for calling in. We've got to move on. Thank you, sir.
2: Okay.
8: Yeah. are uh, these 59 stops just pulling people over or roadblocks? Well, they always have to. CUI they have so to have probable We got two uh, other calls going specify.
1: here. Good questions. Thank all right. You. Thank you, sir. You have to have probable cause to. Right.
2: You have to just pull people all over for the sake of pulling them over?
1: Just because they have beard and long hair. Although, uh, never mind. Bob, you're on the mark from Paxinus, Pennsylvania. Go ahead.
11: Yeah. Good morning. As a gay man, married man, I got married in a church. God did not shoot me down, or the church did not burn down after I was married in it. And all these haters that are against gay people, or anybody that's married to whoever they love, they need to look in the mirror and be happy that you have what you have.
2: But Bob, do you believe everybody who opposes gay marriage is a hater? I do. Really? Why? Why?
11: Because you're supposed to live in America. You're supposed to have freedom. You're supposed to be able to love who you want.
2: Well, that doesn't if make you, you a don't hater. Love
11: that, me for me or I don't love you for you, you're a hater.
2: Well, that's a rather tough definition of the word I think hater. I a little fed up. Yeah, apparently. I, I think you can be opposed to gay marriage without hating gay people.
11: Well, can I, I be opposed to straight people being married?
2: Sure. That doesn't make you a hater. If you feel that but that's not. wrong,
11: everybody should be able to love who they want to love.
2: Well, no one's saying Whether you can't. Whether
11: you like it or not, it's not affecting you at all, is it?
2: No, I agree. It's is not my, affecting me is, at all. Is
11: me being married to another man affecting you at all? No. And I have the same right as you do to collect Social Security from my spouse at the end of that time.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. All I'm that's I'm why not saying. We we're not, we're not denying. Right. <laughs> We're not denying those rights. I'm not denying those rights. I'm just saying I don't think everybody who disagrees with me is a hater because they I don't like their position. If I say to you, I, I'm opposed to abortion, you say, oh, you're a hater. Well, I'm not a hater. I just am opposed to that. I looked at the issue. And I just th- think
11: everybody has the, the right to do what they want, whether you like it or not.
2: All right. We got So how far does that go, Bob? Suppose I want to rob a bank. Does it, am, I, am I a hater because you think robbing a bank is wrong? No, that's you're, <laughs> then you're doing a crime that's, that I'm has a I'm talking
11: about legal stuff, not nothing well, illegal. That's legal.
2: That's legal. It's a legal issue.
11: It's not legal to rob a bank.
1: It's illegal to rob one. Right.
11: That's what I meant.
1: Right, but there's a victim there. He's talking about th- these sort of victimless crimes that I'm like, are outlawed. Lo- yeah.
11: like. If it's legal to do it, you can do it. So gay marriage is legal, so you can do it. Right.
2: No one's arguing that I mean, point at the moment. I mean,
11: it's not legal to rob a bank. No, I but I mean, somebody... you can go and borrow money and not pay it back. But is you're that mis- the same thing as robbing it?
2: You're missing the point. At some point, someone decided that robbing a bank is a bad thing, so they made a law against it. At one point, people believed that gay marriage was wrong, and so there was a law against it. The it times never.
11: It was illegal until like eight years ago. Mm-hmm they used to kill gay people I lived in a closet for 30 years and hid my identity from my work, my friends my family because people were against it and now it's finally legal so let gay people enjoy life like regular people
2: well, I think gay people are regular people. They just have a different lifestyle than I do.
11: And we're, not, we're not all ha- crazy, and we are not. We don't <laughs> all have mental illnesses. I mean, if
2: no, I had the people, a mental
11: illness, I'd be out there shooting up whatever I wanted to. And the people
2: who disagree you know, with not, gay marriage we're aren't not necessarily haters. People like
11: people think they are.
2: And, and people
1: who disagree with you aren't necessarily haters. All right, we got you, Bob. We got to hit the road. Hey, thank you, sir.
2: Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. Take yeah. care. Have a good day. Call you in. too.
1: All right. Well, we'll have time for a couple more callers. That'll be about it. we got to take a quickie break. So we will be right back. Welcome back to Kid Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, we got to get right to the phones. Uh, yes, Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead.
12: Hey, good morning. Hey, Joe, I appreciate you mentioning the marriage of Kana. And I appreciate Eric's uh, understanding marriage can only be between a man and a woman. But you can go back to the beginning of time. After Adam was created, God took the side chamber, the rib from Adam, and made a woman from that side chamber. And He brought the woman to the man. And Adam said, "Now this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh."
1: What's that have to do with Congressman Thompson, though? That's what. That's why we're on this topic Congressman Thompson.
12: I saw right, you know, but I well, you guys got talking about what marriage is.
1: No, we're and, talking about Congressman Thompson well, apparently doing one thing uh, and then doing another. Now Dan's on safe ground uh, uh, as far as this goes. But what do you think about Congressman Thompson's two well, views they, they on God this? God
12: performed the first marriage here, and that's been in vogue ever since. Communist countries don't even permit gay marriage. Muslims will kill you in their in if they have control being gay, which okay. the United States is the most tolerant country ever was.
2: Well, what would you have done if you were in Congressman Thompson's position and your son was going to get married to another another man? Would you have gone to the wedding or not?
12: It, that's a good question, but it, it's one I'll never have to answer because my son was straight. Well,
2: I realize that, but this is a hypothetical. <laughs> Hypothetically, would you or wouldn't and, you? Uh,
12: Congressman, he was
2: called... <laughs> not going to answer me.
12: What he, what he had, a, what he done, he represents us. So his position as a representative, he, he knows where we stand out here. Right, but Dan, marriage. that's
2: that's on the vote on the bill. That's not the personal decision that he had to and make to attend his son's his wedding or not.
12: De- yeah, his personal decision, that's between him and his son and his and the almighty that's where he has to answer to he don't have to answer to me as long as he votes the way i want him to he's my representative oh he's he's caught between he's like like president trump who pe- most people say is not a christian but he was the best friend
1: right Dan. We as
12: Christians ever had.
1: All right, Dan, we have to take another call, but we'll give you another 10 seconds to any concluding yep. so, remark.
12: sometimes your representative is caught between a rock and a hard place, and he has to vote to represent his constituency, and that's what I think Mr. Thompson Good.
1: All right, we got you. Thank you so much, righty- Dan. Thanks for calling. Hey, you right. too, buddy. All right, Joseph, last caller of the entire day, probably, anyway. You're on the mark.
5: Okay, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I wanted to respond to what Joe said. I think it was Joe that uh, the world didn't come to an end because of this, quote, unquote, gay marriage business. Uh, I'd like to interject something here. Uh, the COVID-19 is because of that. People don't oh. believe that. And, and uh, another thing, your previous caller, the uh, quote-unquote gay man they called, that um, I'm always accused of being a hater. Oh
1: no. uh, That seems I'm, unreal. Oh, I can't I, believe that. That can't be right.
5: <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Well, you know what? But here's the point. I love them people. And if my, if, if, uh, I was looking out the window one day and there was teenagers out in the alley and they were falling down laughing and stuff and I, and they were spraying something in a hat. So I quick went out and I said, Hey, what's going on here? And they just took off He said, No, no, come back. I'd like to talk to you. So they come back. I said, Here they were spraying Pam in a hat and sniffing it and kind of like passing out or getting a high from it. I said, You know what that's doing to your brain cells and, and stuff? I said, you know, don't do that. You know, I, I love those teenagers, and I, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to see them hurt themselves. And it's the same way with the homosexuals and all of my stuff like that. I don't want to see them hurt themselves. And when they do those things, according to Deuteronomy chapter eighteen, they're hurting us because the land will spew you out. It says because of that type of thing.
2: All well, right, we've we got to spew you out of here because we're out of time. Thanks a lot for calling, Joseph. If you need more time, call back tomorrow.
1: Thank you, sir. All right. We might have one of the Northumberland County Commissioners on tomorrow. Oh, good. And the new chief clerk. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News time. It is 10 a.m.